And this has been the atmosphere of the whole weekend. And I don't know where you're at, and I don't know what you're going through. But I love that song that we started singing. The atmosphere is changing now. The atmosphere in this room is different than whatever your life is outside of here. And I think sometimes that we need to understand that we have the ability, the power, the authority. We have the responsibility to change the atmosphere in our own lives. I don't want to be a victim. I don't want my life to be somebody else's paycheck. Like, I have a responsibility. You have a responsibility. I know it's hard. I know it's dark right now. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. But you have a responsibility to change your atmosphere. To change from sorrow into praise. From pain into strength. See, it's our responsibility. Now think about this room and the power that is in here when a group of people come together and in unity begin to sing praises to their God. See, you might not even believe in God in here. Like, Like you might be here and there might be doubts in your heart if God's even real, but you cannot deny that there's power in this room right now. I don't know what's going to happen. I know there's breakthrough here today. Like there's real breakthrough. You ask yourself, why did you come? Why did you come today? I think about the story where, of, I believe it was a, a lame man, and, or he was blind, he was blind. And Jesus is walking by, and he yells out, Jesus! And Jesus comes over to him and says, what do you want? I feel like in this moment today, God is standing here asking you, what do you want? What is it? What do you want today? What do you want when you leave here? Do you want to be in the same routine, the same rut, the same, do you want the same thing as when you came in? What do you want? He could have said anything. I want money. I want power. He said, I want my sight. He got it. See, I don't know what you want today, but I hope you figure it out real quick. I hope you figure out what you want. Because God is standing here asking, what do you want? And it's our job and responsibility to ask. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Ask and you keep asking and you shall receive. What do you want today? What do you want? 
I hope you don't leave here the same way you came in. I hope you don't leave here with the same stuff. I hope today you ask for something so big that it scares you. I hope today you ask for something so real. Your marriage might be broke. I hope today you ask for restoration. Your finances might be in the, in the dirt. I hope today you ask for provision. You might be pain in your body. I hope today you ask for healing. What do you want? What do you want? You might even be in here and you don't believe in God. I hope today you ask for salvation. I think about this room. And I think about all the sin that has been forgiven in here. No, I, I really do. I think about all the sin that has been left here at the altar, all the bondage that has been taken off of somebody's back that's up here at the altar. I think about this room that's just full of spiritual waste. And it's open for you. You can leave here better than you came in. I'm going to ask that the worship team just begins to, to flow. And, and I'm going to pray that in the next couple minutes, we're just going to begin to ask God. Tell God what you want. We're going to take a moment. And the Bible says, make your request known to him. I'm going to pray that today you would begin to ask God for what you want. What do you need? What do you want? Because I believe that today is the day that you can leave here one step closer to what he has for you. I believe that today is the day you can leave here with salvation. You can leave here with healing. You can leave here with provision. You can leave here with whatever you want. Come on, guys, begin to worship. What do you want from God today? What do you want from God? Ask him. Come to the altar. Seek him. What do you want today? It is here. It is available. But it's your responsibility to change the atmosphere in your life. Are you going to take the step? Will you take the step? Come on.
talking about thinking yourself happy to think yourself happy and before it's not even in my notes but in Romans chapter 4 verse 6 through 7 it says likewise David also speaks of the blessing of the man to whom God credited righteousness apart from the works and says how happy are those whose lawless acts are forgiven and whose sins are covered how happy the man whom the Lord will never charge with sin. How happy are those? How happy are those whose lawless acts are forgiven? Who the Lord will never charge with sin? How happy? But see, we concentrate on the wrong things sometimes. Like we concentrate on, on things, and, and I love last week Pastor Tom used the definition of concentrate, is, it's, it's to magnify purity or strength by removal. So when you concentrate on something, you magnify what you're looking at by removing everything else from the picture. Right, but we often concentrate on the wrong things. We often concentrate on things that don't matter. And we see it a lot when we look at scripture, you'll hear people, Psalms 23, oh, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's hard. It's dark. He's out to get me. I'm not going to fear though, but oh, I'm in this valley. I think you're concentrating on the wrong thing. What about in verse 1 when it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What if you concentrated on that part? Or John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come to give you life. And God showed this to me a couple months ago, that I've been living my life, and I concentrate on the wrong part of this verse. And I feel like we do it all the time. There's an enemy. Man, he's out to get me, to hurt me, to destroy me. I know, God, you've got life, but there's an enemy. And it's like, no, 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 no. What if we reversed it? What if we concentrated on, there's an enemy and he's come to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Reverse what you're concentrating on. Switch it around. What are you concentrating on? What are you looking at? And for the people that are up at the altar, I think we're here because we've been concentrating on the wrong thing. We've been looking at the wrong thing. I 
come to give you life and life more abundantly. How happy are those? How happy are those? Think yourself happy. It's your responsibility. It ain't nobody else's job. It ain't nobody else's deal. It's yours. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? See, the verse that my dad's been using is, think yourself happy. I think myself happy because it will be exactly what you have said. I think myself happy because it'll be exactly what God has said. But here's the thing. Do you know what God has said? Do you know what he's told you? Have you forgotten? Have you lost concentration on it? What has he told you? Last week we learned about the, the, how, how obedience and believing are the same thing. To believe is to obey. But how can you obey God if you don't remember what he said? How can you obey God if you're not going to listen and do what he's asked you to do? It will be exactly what he said. What did he say? Last week, the altar full of people who are going to hear God's voice. They're going to get instruction and they're going to obey. We're going to listen to God. We're going to do what he said. Have you done it? No, real question. From last Sunday till today, have you put any action to what he's asked you to do? Because if you haven't, then that's like the guy who has allowed his mind to be changed for a moment, but hasn't changed the way that he thinks. Oh my gosh, how often do we do that? God, I love you. I want all of you that I can get. Then we get in the parking lot and go right back to what we've been doing. Go right back to the same old thing. God, why don't you hear me? Why aren't you moving? Why aren't you doing what you said you're going to do? Have you done what he's asked you to? It's like someone that wants to sell a house. And what they do is they just put a fresh coat of paint on it. It looks really pretty. But in reality, the foundation of that house is faulty. And instead of going down under the house, in the dark and the dirty, and fixing that, we're going to try and sell it the way it is. How often do we put fresh coat of paint on our thinking, but we don't change the foundation of it? See, I hope that you didn't just come here today to, for a new can of paint. I hope today you're not just trying to freshen up the old barn. But what if today we began to change how we thought? What if today we began to change the way that we think? Because he, God is leading us today where he wants us to be tomorrow. See, God has a plan for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, for all the thoughts, the plans that I have for you, plans to give you hope and a future. God has something for you. He has a destiny for you, a purpose. But the problem is that it starts today. See, I think so often we think about the future. We're so fixed on the future. 
I know a lot of times we talk about, oh, you can't live in the past and you can't let your past determine who you are, but, but we're just as tempted, if not more, to live in the future. Because the future is pretty. I like the future. I like what I'm gonna look like. I like how much money I'm gonna make. I like what my finances are gonna look like. I like what I'm gonna be in the future. But the thing is that it starts today. Because your decisions today lead you to where you're at tomorrow. You are where you're at today because of what you did yesterday. And here's the deal, it's nobody else's fault. You decided not to forgive. You decided not to tithe. You decided not to obey. But the great thing about God is that the Bible says that his word will never return until it has accomplished what he set it forth to do. So yeah, you might not have done the right thing yesterday, but guess what? Yesterday's over. The Bible says that his grace is sufficient for today. You can't, listen, yesterday is too late. Tomorrow is not promised. You have today. You have today. You know, they, they say that if you decided, I want to get this right, if you decided that every day you picked an area of your life and you decided that that day you were going to get 1% better, okay, it's 1%. I understand. Get 50% better. Okay, that's a big leap. Like, I don't know if I can get 50% better. But if you decided to get 1% better every day for a year, that in 365 days you would be 29 times better than you were the day you started. 1%! You're telling me that you can't get 1% better today? That today you can't decide I'm going to be different. Today, I just need to get 1% better. I'm going to forgive 1% more than I did yesterday. I'm going to obey 1% more. Where could God take you? What could he do? What could he do? God wants to take you somewhere. And the thing is, God's not giving up. God doesn't give up. God doesn't stop. We stop, but he doesn't. He's waiting. All you gotta do is take a step. Oh, and there he is. That's all this is. It's just a, the, the walk of faith, being a Christian, it's just a stepping game. I'm just gonna take a step today. I'm just gonna take a step today. Oh, it pushed me back. Okay, I'm just gonna take another step. I'm just gonna, could you not take a step today? Where are you at? What do you need? What do you want? Could you just take a step towards it? Because God wants to do a work in your life. God wants to do incredible things in your life. And he's here today. He's here. He's ready. He's available. He's willing. He's hoping. He's yearning for you. All you gotta do is take a step. All you have to do is take a step. Sometimes we lose our concentration. Sometimes we lose what we're focused on. The Bible says to magnify the Lord. 
magnify the Lord. I tell you, there's not a lot I can control in my life. There's not a lot we can control. Things happen. Stuff happens. But what I have found is that I can always control my perspective. I can always control my perspective. Magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord. What's the situation you're in? Magnify the Lord. What are you going through? Magnify the Lord. You don't know what he said. Magnify the Lord. Yeah, but I was promised this. Magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord. And we think that when we magnify something, it gets bigger, right? No. It doesn't get bigger. The speck is still a speck. Tell me how we are going to magnify God. How are we going to make God bigger? Like, do you really think that you can make God bigger than he already is? Do you really think that you can make No, you can't. But it's about perspective. It can't be about size, so it must be about perspective. Because you can't make God bigger, but you can see more of him. You can't make the situation. Your problem, you cannot make it bigger. You just choose to see more of it than God. Your situation that you're going in, it's not bigger. Oh, you've really blown that out. No, 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 no. No, you're just choosing to focus on that more than anything else. Concentrate to magnify the strength by removing. You've just chosen to remove other things from your perspective and make this bigger, stronger. It's about focus. It's about focus. What are you focused on today? What are you focused on? Could we today change our perspective? Because you're in control of it. You're in control of it. Nobody else is. What if today we change our perspective? God wants to do something in you. He wants to do something in you. Today you got to get better. Today you got to make a decision. Today you got to believe. You got to obey. What do you want? What do you need? You have to take a step forward. What do you need? He's waiting on you. God sent his son to the cross to die so that you could be in a position today to receive what he has already done for you. You need healing? By his stripes, you were healed. You need provision? All of my needs have been met. What do you need? He's done it. He's done it. What do you need? He's done it. We're just going to let God, we're going to magnify God today. The team's going to start to worship. And I don't know if you wanted three points or something today. You wanted the journal and write something. I don't know what you wanted today, but this is what's happening. God's moving. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There's freedom. Today, people are going to leave here better. Today, people are going to leave here closer to the purpose of their life. They're going to leave here in grasp of what God has for them. What do you want? What do you want? What do you need? Begin to ask. Begin to seek. Begin to seek. Begin to seek. Come on. Begin to seek. What do you want from Him? Don't stop. Come on. Come on. Come on.
keep worshiping right now. We're going to keep worshiping, but, but listen, there's people here, and you've taken jo God's job from him. You've taken his responsibility and put it on your shoulders. And there's people here today, listen, there's people still in the seats. It's time that you give God his job back. He's the provider. You're not. Your job isn't. Your spouse isn't. He is. He's the healer. He's the one who works through the doctors to find a cure for the symptoms. He's the one. He's the healer. There's people here. You've taken God's job from him by worrying. Here's the thing about worrying. It doesn't rob tomorrow of its sorrow. It robs today of its power. You've been worrying. And the thing is, we're going to keep worshiping, but there's people who need to give God their job back. And if that's you, I would ask that you come to the front. I'd ask that you would get less of me and more of you, God. I'd ask that you take a step and obey him and give him. He's a good father. Bible says he's perfect in every single one of his ways. That every good thing comes from above. That he's never fails you. He never will. You need to give God his role back. You need to give God his job back. You need to stop worrying, stop contemplating, and take a step of faith. And do what he's asked you to do because he's got you. God has got you. He's got you in his hand. He's not going to let you fall. He's not going to let you fail. He's going to take you forward. He's going to take you closer to what he's designed for you. His perfect destiny for your life. You're moving forward to that today. So as they begin to worship and as they begin to flow in the spirit, I would ask that if you're here and you need to give God his job back, take a step forward. Come to the altar. Give him his role back. Come on, guys. Just begin to worship. Let's go. Give him his job back. The atmosphere is changing now. Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. That the Spirit of the Lord is here. Yes, it is. The atmosphere is changing now. From the Spirit of the Lord. Evidence is all around, and the Spirit of the Lord is here, overflow in this place, fill our hearts with your love, your love. Evidence is all 
You've been concentrated on the wrong thing. You've removed things that should be in focus. You've been magnifying the wrong thing. If you're here and today you're just ready to change your perspective, ready to change your focus, all it takes is a shift, a step. If that's you, I just want to pray for you. If that's you, would you just put your hand in the air? Lift, lift both hands in the air. If you're here and it's time to change your perspective. I don't know what area it is in. It might be health. It might be finances. It might be your attitude. God, just thank you. That you're God and we're not. God, forgive us for trying to be God. Forgive us for leaving our hands where they're not supposed to be. Forgive us for putting our minds where they're not supposed to go. God, I thank you that you're the God of not a second chance, but another chance. You're the God of another chance. And today, I pray that we just begin to magnify you. We're not going to try and make you bigger. We're not going to try and, we're, no, God, we're just going to choose to focus on you. To allow you to be all that we see. To allow you to be what we put our hope in. What we lean on. That we don't lean on our own understanding, but everything we do in all of our ways, we acknowledge you. God, I thank you that you're faithful. Even in our faithlessness, God, you're faithful. God, you're faithful. God, you're faithful. You're perfect in every single one of your ways. You're a good father. God, you're a good father. Every good thing comes from you. God, I thank you that I, I, it might be hard, but God, we choose to focus you. God, I know it might be difficult right now, but we choose to focus on you. God, it hurts, but we choose to focus on you. We're not sure, but God, we choose to focus on you because your word never fails. You've never let us down, and you're not going to start today. God, today we choose to obey. Today we choose to take a step forward. Today we choose to get closer to who you call us to be. God, take us closer. God, take us closer. God, for the people in here that, God, they want more of you. God, show us the things that we got to get rid of. Show us the things that we have to remove so that we can concentrate on you. God, less of us and more of you. God, less of us and more of you. God, show us how to humble ourselves so that you can be exalted. God, show us how to humble ourselves so that you could be lifted up. So the people don't see us, but they see you. So people don't know our names, but they know your name. God, we need you. God, this church needs you. God, this body needs you. This city needs you. This region needs you, God. Let the change start here. Let the change happen in this room today. God, let the atmosphere change here now. Let it change here. God, let it flow from here out to our families in our workplaces, in our friends, 
God, let it start here. Change us, Father God. Remove the things from us, God. We want more of you. God, we want more of you. Yes, God, we want more of you. here and you need a relationship with Christ like you need to make Jesus the Lord of your life you've never said the words Jesus I make you Lord not just you're my savior because here's the thing I don't want the healing more than I want the healer Okay, I don't want the provision more than I want the provider. So I don't, I don't, I don't, Jesus, I don't just make you my savior. I make you my Lord. I surrender my life to you. Like real salvation, if that's you. If you're here and you need that, would you put your hand in the air for me right now, wherever you're at? Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I just want everybody to repeat this after me. Say, God, I love you, and I thank you for sending your son to die for me. Today, I make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. Come into my heart. Make me clean. Make me new. And I choose serve you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, as you make your way back to your seats, can we just give God a hand for what he's doing here? Come on, just go sit down, give God a hand.